Welcome to the It's Real To Me podcast. This is the Elimination Chamber post-show. And on first on the card, we have the Elimination Chamber match for SmackDown. We have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan, and Baron Corbin. We start off the match with... I think it's, I think it was Daniel Bryan and Baron. No, it was Daniel Bryan. No, it was Cesaro and Daniel Bryan that started. I forgot Cesaro. <laughs> Excuse me, but we start off with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan duking it out. Very technical to start. Then they were just going off, and then we see. Baron Corbin in the ring. And he completely demolishes everybody. And then a few minutes goes by. And then the next competitor is revealed. And it's revealed to be Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn would absolutely refuse to get in the match. <laughs> he He's playing this cowardly heel character so well. It is amazing. But then Baron Corbin has enough. He rips him out of the the pod. And then, or no, he doesn't rip him out. He he starts him mouthing off Baron Corbin. And then Cesaro comes in. He stands near Sami Zayn's pod. And Sami Zayn's still chewing out Baron Corbin. mouthing Mouthing off against him. He doesn't see Cesaro standing right there getting ready to pounce on him. He rips Sami Zayn out. And he starts demolishing Sami Zayn. Of course, Sami Zayn fights back. Yada, yada, yada. He's the first one eliminated. Kevin Owens gets into the match. Completely decimates everybody. He takes out... I think he took out... Baron Corbin. And then... Cesaro took him out, I think. It was either Cesaro or... uh, Daniel Bryan. So then after that, Kevin Owens out of the match. And then we go down to... Daniel Bryan. And... Of course, Jey Uso. Daniel Bryan pins Jey Uso. He wins the match. But he is laying there com- like completely spent from the match. He is la- He's not even ready for another match. Roman Reigns comes out. We immediately have this match. And it's a squash match because, of course, Daniel Bryan's tired. He's selling like he's tired. He ain't ready for another match. He gets decimated. He loses via a chokehold. This chokehold that Roman does now. After that, Edge completely bolts to the ring. Spears him. And he points at the sign, the WrestleMania sign. If you're not aware, that's how wrestlers symbolize that they're challenging a wrestler at the show. That they're pointing at. Which is Wrestlemania. He points at the sign. 
and we're and now the challenge has been set. And to be honest, I expected it. I'm like, watch tonight. He's going to show up. He's going to spear Roman, and he's going to challenge him. And that happened. Because if you look at the past few weeks, the smoke's done clear. We knew who the guy was going to challenge at this point. We knew it. And the way they've been booking it, the way they've been writing shows, how they wrote the build-up to the challenge was obvious. We knew he was going to challenge him. We knew it. With that said, we move on to the triple threat match. And originally it was going to be Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. But Keith Lee earlier today was replaced. Um, we were speculating on the pre-show that it may be because he has taken time off because he just got engaged and he is planning a wedding. Um, or he may have COVID, we don't know. But all we know is that he's been replaced because earlier in the kickoff show, there was a Fatal 4-Way match to determine who would be his replacement and John Morrison would replace him. John Morrison won that Fatal 4-Way match. So now we have Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle and John Morrison. And it was a really good match. Uh, Bobby Lashley would be, you know, the monster heel that he is. He would decimate them. Decimate both Matt Riddle and John Morrison. But we get the biggest shocker of the night. Um... Thus far, before the ending, because the ending of the show was pretty much a huge shocker too. Um, Matt Riddle would roll up Bobby Lashley. He would roll him up, and he would win the title. And this would lead on lead to another segment at the end of the show. But we'll get to that. Um, I honestly thought the match was good like I said and honestly I don't mind WB throwing curveballs like this because people love Matt Riddle people are high on this guy they really want to see this guy succeed I mean usually when you book shows you want to book for like a fan favorite winning or yeah you really want to book for a fan favorite to make the fans happy And they did that. Like, Roman's a fan favorite, so they keep the title on him. Even though he's the villain, and, you know, people are supposed to boo him. He's a fan favorite. But then we we were supposed to move on to Asuka versus Lacey Evans for the World Women's Championship, and we didn't get that. Monday night on Raw... Lacey Evans would announce that she is pregnant. At that time, we didn't know that it wasn't a ploy. We thought, oh, this is a, this is a ploy. This storyline. This isn't real. She's not really pregnant. She'll just say, haha, I'm not really pregnant at the pay-per-view, and she'll win the match. Turns out, she's act she actually is pregnant. Her and her husband are having a baby, so... 
Congratulations, Lacey. And we were supposed, the way they were building it, I think they were supposed to have a replacement. And honestly, I thought, I think they should have had a replacement because without that match, this show was short. This show was over by like 9 o'clock. Not even, like 8.30. So, so now all that's left is the main event, which was the WWE title elimination chamber match. And it was between Drew and five other former competitors who were WWE champion at one point. Jeff Hardy did Jeff Hardy things. Um, AJ got helped by Amos or Omos to... Get out of the pod. And it got me thinking. If that's legal. Why don't every competitor just. Bust out of their pods. Like where's the logic in that. Like you could see some. Some things that are not logical. At all. With that. But. That's just a small blip. It really doesn't matter. But uh. Drew would retain the title. And after he won the match, Bobby Lashley runs out. And he completely obliterates Drew McIntyre. And at this point, I'm thinking, okay, they're probably booking the WWE title between... A WWE title match between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Oh, no, we didn't get that. (laughs) We are not getting that. Because right after the beatdown, Miz comes out. Miz would come out. And he would re- he would cash in his Money in the Bank contract. And I'm thinking, okay. At this point, I'm thinking, okay. It might be a full contract. Or it might be a full cash in. Oh, no. He hits school crushing finale. He wins the, the impromptu match. And now I'm thinking, holy shit. What the hell is going to happen at Mania? What the hell is the building? Like, like, I am glad that this happened because I really legitimately do not want to know who the hell they're booking for this show with the main title. Like, I want something shocking. I want something... That I don't know is going to happen. I want unpredictability. And they gave it to me. They gave me unpredictability. So WWE hats off to you. Applause to you. And. Honestly I am looking forward to the build. For the WWE title. Because we obviously know who's challenging for the Universal title. But we don't know who the hell is going to challenge Miz. Because we didn't know he was going to win the damn thing. Because going into, going, into, eh, going into this event, I'm thinking, okay. Sheamus is going to put over Drew. Yeah, Sheamus is going to put over Drew. Sheamus is going to get pissed. He's going to attack Drew. We're going to get that match. 
curveball was thrown. And I am happy a curveball was thrown because... Because predictability and unpredictability matters in wrestling. You don't want people to know what the hell you're doing. You don't want people to know what match is going with what. Uh, who's going to be in what match. Who's going to challenge for this title. Who's going to challenge for that title. And, it's, and in this day and age, yeah, it's easier to know. But at this point, the internet was even saying Drew versus Sheamus. So WWE had no choice but the third curveball. They could have easily kept it the way it was. Easily. And they could have said the internet rumors were true. They didn't. They didn't say shit, and they curved, they curved the hell out of fans. So, that was, that was pretty much the show. And I'm, I'm honestly satisfied with it. It was a solid pay-per-view, even though it was really, really short. I didn't expect it to be that short. I think they could have added a little bit, like, maybe one or two matches on the card. Since they took away one match. But hey. It was still solid. Nonetheless. I am excited to see the fallout. On Raw tomorrow. And the fallout on Friday. And. We're off to. The road to Wrestlemania. We got one more event coming up. uh, Next month. And then it's. Off to the races. With that said, this has been the Elimination Chamber post show. Um, be sure to watch the new episode on Thursday or Friday. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Peace.